Welcome to the Youth Minister in Motion podcast, the number one youth ministry podcast on the planet, the show that keeps you motivated and your youth ministry moving forward. Now, here's your host, author, speaker, and trainer, Paul Turner. What is going on, youth workers? So glad that you are here. Thank you for being a part of the program today. If you're brand new to the program, I want to thank you so much for your earlobes and your ears. Not really your earlobes. I guess I, could, I guess I could be thankful for your earlobes because they're attached to your ears, which are now listening to this podcast, but that's a little weird to be thankful for somebody's earlobes. That's so weird. Oh, well, this is going to be, this is going to be a weird episode, I think, anyway. But that's okay. Happy Easter week to all of you. I uh, hope that you're doing well. Uh, we uh, had some storms recently here in the Birmingham area and uh, lots of uh, tornadoes and things of that nature. It wasn't great. Safely, uh, we were safely uh, put away from that. Thankfully, uh, many uh, homes were destroyed and so forth. But good news, the Church of Jesus Christ is alive and well. They stepped up big in this area, uh, as they always do, and ministered to people uh, out in the communities and brought them food and brought them clothes and brought them, you know, whatever they needed, uh, clean debris, handed out tarps. Shout out to uh, Kingwood Church. That's my church. They did a super job of doing that, and, uh, and that's what the church ought to be doing. So kudos to them. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about uh, believing. And believing, you know, this is Easter week. Uh, and, you know, there are times and moments in our walk with Christ where there are times where we become like Thomas, like, hey, I'm not going to believe until I'm like touching wounds and hands and putting my hand in sides. And, you know, there's times like that. And, uh, you know, I want to talk a little bit about that because I think, you know, that people think that youth ministers and ministers in general and pastors are immune to this. And they are not. So I'm going to get into that here in just a little bit, tell, tell a little about, a little about my story and, and so forth. But I want to go into the, uh, go into some stats here, uh, go into the motion metrics, if you will. And uh, we have a top listener, by the way. Her name is Blessy Cardoza. Welcome, Blessy. Thank you for listening to the podcast. And the cities, uh, top cities, Columbus. Once again, I always assume that's Columbus, Ohio. If it's not Columbus, Ohio, by the way, if you're not in Ohio, you are welcome to reach out to me at thedisciplesproject at gmail.com and say, Paul, you've been saying Columbus, and that's not it. I'm not in Columbus, Ohio. I'm in Columbus, Georgia, or I'm in somewhere else, but my mind goes to Ohio. Um, Yorba Lindy, that's the first I've ever heard of this city. It's in California. So welcome, California. Welcome, Yorba Lindy. I need to look, I look these things up and I need to, I need to be familiar with these towns because I've, I've never heard of them. And then Salem. Once again, I don't know if this is Salem, Massachusetts, Salem, Oregon, could be any of those. I, I don't know. But if you are wanting to reach out to me and let me know who you are, I would love to hear from you. The Disciple Project at gmail.com, or you can just join our Facebook group. We have a group for this podcast. You can go, there'll be a link down in the show notes and you can get there and uh, join us there as we ask questions. We talk more about uh, the shows. We, uh, we, you know, ask future questions for the shows. We have some good dialogue there. So come on over, hang out with us and uh, let us know who you are. We would love to hear from you. Top countries, by the way, Hong Kong and the UK. So thank you so much for doing youth ministry right where you're at, uh, whatever country you're in, 
uh, whatever state you're in, whatever city you're in, uh, thank you for doing youth ministry. Thank you. Uh, if you're listening to this, thank you for, for working with young people. Uh, I don't know the last time anybody's ever said it to you, but thank you. Thank you for your commitment. Thank you for your love. Thank you for loving Jesus and loving young people. So super important, I think, in the church uh, and in general, but specifically in the church, because I feel like many of many of the people who listen to this program are youth pastors uh, in, in churches, but you may be part uh, of uh, you know a, a non-denominational work, or you may be a part uh, of a parachurch organization that's listening. So thank you. Thank you to all of you who work with young people. So today I want to talk about it's Easter week, and I want to talk about the struggle, you know, that we have as pastors sometimes. That sometimes we go through our doubts, we go through our own personal um, journey of faith um, that is not always, it's not always upward. There are downward trajectories in faith. I can only speak of this, you know, I, I, I think it's true of everybody, but I'll speak of my journey. You know, about two years ago, uh, I left full-time youth pastoring to spend more time on this podcast with you, uh, doing YouTube videos and other things and traveling and speaking, which I did quite a bit of and, and was grateful and thankful for it. And then, you know, things kind of fell apart, not necessarily because of COVID. That that was, of course, part of it. Uh, but there was some struggles before that. And I was going through a time and a season where I just didn't feel like God was listening. I didn't feel like he cared at all. And I'm like, I'm here, God, you know, I just told God, I eventually, you know, I'm like a brooding child. You know, I just said, look, I'm just gonna be like Moses. I'm going to hang out here in the back 40, uh, tending sheep. If you want me, I'll be over here. <laughs> and that's, you know, if you got something for me, you know, light a fire. I'll, I'll be over here until then. Uh, just let me know if you need me. Okay. And, uh, and I go through times and seasons like that. Uh, it's not because I don't love God. It's just because I'm a selfish human being and I go through these moments and, and these, these, um, waves, you know, of, of faith and sometimes even waves. And I wouldn't even call it disbelief as much as it's unbelief in the sense that, uh, that I'm going, I'm finding it hard to push through to a, a place of faith where I can believe and, and I think all the evidence is there. It's not the, for a lack of evidence. It's just my frailness and my humanity that gets in the way of all these things. And I don't know if you're feeling me right now, but that's, that's just where I'm at. You know, I, I, I think it's all there. But for me, going through the things that I go through, there's a song that I come back to, and I've listened to it, I don't know, hundreds, hundreds of times. And it's a touchstone song for me. And it, it kind of it kind of brings things back into perspective. And it's really it's from an older movie from 1987, a movie called The Lost Boys. If you've never seen that, uh, it's a vampire movie. Uh, it's really good. I enjoyed it. And the first time I'd ever heard the band uh, The Call. And The Call started out as a, I guess you would label them as a Christian band, uh, although they, they were not necessarily... Um, overt, maybe, maybe that was kind of the beginning wave of bands who, of people of faith, but, but their lyrics necessarily were not all, um, you know, Jesus, this and Jesus, that it was very, 
uh, it was just very spot on. And you know what? I mean, there's, of course, I, I grew up in the 80s. And so there was a lot of people that said that if it wasn't, it didn't have Jesus in it, you know, it wasn't a Christian song. Well, this song is about as Christian to me as any song. Uh, it might as well be just as Christian as, uh, you know, how great thou art to me. But I was an instant fan of the song and the band. And of course, I've listened to their albums hundreds of times. Michael Ben, uh, who, who was the lead singer, he uh, passed away a few years ago. Tremendous artist, tremendous singer, tremendous writer. And this song is simply called I Still Believe. And it was, it's was it been redone. You can find uh, multiple you know versions of it. Uh, but I still like um, the one that they do. I like the original. And Easter is about faith, right? It's about belief. It's about uh, faith. It's about all those things. And, but the argument for me, the argument is settled 2,000 years ago. And it, it doesn't matter that I don't have every piece of proof. See, that's the difference. I don't need proof. I do have evidence, right? A lot of people look for, for proof of Easter, right? They're not going to believe until they, 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 they see the cross or the bones of Jesus or whatever their thing is. And I don't need all that. I don't need because of the, because of the experiences I've had in my own life of Jesus moving in my life, changing my life, drastically altering my life in so many different ways. I don't need the, the smoking gun for Easter. What I need is to continue as a human being, as a person who, who says, look, there's something beyond me. There's something that um, drives me. There's a higher and greater purpose. Um, there's a God who created this world and this earth. And for me, it's it, the argument is settled as far as that. Where I, where I stumble and where I fall is when we take our eyes off Jesus, very much like Peter did uh, walking on the water. And he looked at the winds and the waves and he began to sink. And Jesus, of course, goes and saves him, picks him up and says, hey, you know, why, why? it's a little faith. Just trust me. Just look at me. Stop looking at all the other things. And I believe this for it. Once again, these are things I went through even as a youth pastor. There are times where you're in a space and in a moment where you're preaching and you're asking yourself, do I really believe this? Do I really believe this? Now, thankfully, the answer for me was yes. Yes, I do. Even though I don't understand it all, right? I don't understand everything. I don't, you don't understand everything you teach your kids. You, you have a, you know, as the apostle Paul said, you know, you have an inkling, you see through a glass darkly. We all do. So it's the mystery, right? It's, it's revealed in Christ, but there's, we're all going to go to heaven ignorant. We're all going to go to heaven without all the answers. We're all going to go, you know, people of faith are going to go and say, I didn't know that, you know, I didn't understand that. And that's okay. So this particular song that I always go back to, especially every Easter, every Easter, I'll go back to it and Christmas and every time that I feel like my faith is low and the song starts out and says, I still believe through the shame and the grief, through the lies, through the storms, through the cries and through the wars. Oh, I still believe. And listen, I've been through enough in my life to reflect on these lyrics, right? Uh, I probably was, I probably didn't understand it in the, in when I first heard it, probably when I was, let's see, how old was I in 1997? Okay. When I first heard it, uh, I was probably 16. Yeah. I was probably 16 years old and do the math there. You'll figure out how old I am. Right. Uh, but you know, 
I experienced a lot growing up, you know, um, I experienced, you know, the death of both my parents at a relatively young age. My, my dad passed away when I was eight. My mom passed away when I was 30. And I was effectively an orphan at 30 years old. You know, I've seen disappointment, been disappointed in the church, been fired from churches, not for anything immoral or illegal, just, you know, one of those things, youth ministry. Okay. Uh, you know, I've teetered, you know, on the brink of just throwing it all away. Right. And, you know, a bunch of other stuff that would fill, you know, a hundred more posts than if I wrote it all. But this is my narrative. This is my story for the rest of my life. This is, this is what I have. And each of you have your moments and your time and things that you've been through, right? You've been through the lies, the grief, the storms, the cries, and here you are. And you can still say, I still believe. I still believe even if I don't have all the proof, if I, even if I don't understand everything, there's something about it. There's something about faith in saying, I still believe. And others, and there, there are atheists and others who would say, well, that's just a blind faith. And I don't think it is because there's evidence there that, that, that drives it, right? There's, there's an inner, the, the fact that there's a great inner desire to know that I think is, is another evidence. The fact that, you know, I've, I've been a Christian. This is when I, I'll turn 53 in May and I will have been a Christian, gave my heart to Christ at 40 years old. I'm sorry, 40 years old. Uh, I gave my heart to Christ when I was 13 years old, which makes this my 40th year of knowing Christ. That's crazy to me. That's wild. I mean, there's a lot of people that don't keep their faith for a year. You know, there's people who give up so soon. And I just, I look at that journey and I go, wow, I still believe. In fact, the fact that I still believe after seeing all that I've seen, been through all that I've been through, only secures my faith. It only, it only uh, strengthens it. It doesn't diminish it. Nothing diminishes my faith. Nothing I've been through. It, my, uh, sure, am I confused at times? Am I Am I angry? Am I mad? Am I all those things? hundred percent. You guys are probably too. You, you go through it. You have those moments. And I, and I want to encourage you, listen, you can still say, I still believe and not have all the facts. You can still say, I still believe and, and not know hardly anything about it. You're just going, I still believe because I see the evidence and I see the, I see those things. And you may not even believe as, as passionately as once you did. That doesn't mean that can't return. That's the journey we're all on. We go through the ebbs and the flows. Nobody stays on the mountaintop. I haven't. I found a lot of hope in the valley. And I slowly begin to kind of climb my way, which, by the way, is a part of the next lyrics here. It says, it says, I'll march this road. I'll climb this hill down on my knees if I have to. I love that line so much. It, it, I'll march this road. I'll climb this hill down on my knees if I have to. I'll take my place upon this stage. I'll wait till the end of time for you like everybody else. I love that line. Wow. You know, that's me. I'm just going to march on. You, you can try to stop me. You can beat me down. Life can beat me down. Life can stab me, set me on fire, throw me off a building. It's not going to matter. I'll march this road. I'll climb this hill down on my knees if I have to. And that's how I'll get to heaven. Maybe I'll just get in on my knees. I'll be like, a, a, you know, I've heard it phrased this way that like driving a stolen car, I'm going to fly off into the heavens and, and land sideways. The car will be destroyed like in the blues brothers. And it's just going to land sideways. And I'm going to crawl out of this smoking on fire, 
vehicle and go, I made it. <laughs> Here I am, Lord. And the Lord's just face palming and shaking his head and going, well, I knew you were going to make it. Uh, I just didn't know, <laughs> didn't, didn't know exactly maybe your condition here. And the power and the passion of these lyrics make me more resolved than ever. You know, faith is about, is much about resolve, right? It's persistence in the faith. It's not just faith for faith alone. It's faith and persistence it's about resolve. It's saying, look, I believe this at one time and I, and I believe it now, but I'm going to resolve the fact that, listen, uh, that I am going to practice this. I'm going to, I'm going to have fail. I'm going to, I'm going to go off the rails. Yes, but I am resolved to follow Jesus. Uh, I'm not just, I'm just not going to give up at the first, uh, you know, wave of disappointments. Jesus was resolved to climb his own hill, by the way, climb his own and, and walk his own road. And he was resolved and he climbed that hill and he died a death to free me and you from sin. Faith is about believing all the way to the end and not just in seasons that are convenient for us. I know that many of us don't understand these things. We don't, we can't wrap our head around them sometimes, but let me tell you something. Believe to the end, believe to the end. The end is what justifies it. <laughs> I got, I can tell you this. The end is what's going to justify it. We're going to be validated in the end when we cross that line. And we and Jesus stands there and opens his arms to us. You know, the three Hebrew boys thrown into the fiery furnace in the book of Daniel said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to give you an answer concerning this matter. This is about bowing before the idol. When the music plays, and he says, look, we're, we're not going to do that. And if it be so... Our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the furnace of blazing fire. And he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. But even if he does not, let it be known to you, O king, that we are not going to serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have set up. But that's, that's it. Listen, if God doesn't save me, if God doesn't do anything else in my life, if God doesn't improve not one more thing for me, if God doesn't shed one more, I'm going the, I'm going the distance. I'm not bowing to other idols. It's just not going to happen. I'm not going to do it uh, because I've come too far. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen the, the, the valleys I have seen. I've been on the mountain and I've been in the valleys and I'm telling you what, the mountain is awesome. The valley sucks. But the valley is what makes the mountain so sweet. The closing lines to the song says, For people like us, in places like this, we need all the hope that we can get. Oh, I still believe. That's this Easter for me. I still believe. For people like us, youth pastors, ministers, pastors, listen, we're not absolved. We're not absolved from moments of discouragement, right? Like, like, Jonah, like Elijah. We've seen enough people in the in scripture, David, others, who are on the verge of just exploding and, and just down in the dumps and doesn't even know where to go or what to do, and they cry out. You know, it's for people like us. Easter is for people like us in places like this. We need all the hope that we can get. Oh, I still believe. And this Easter I still believe. I'd love to hear from you. Do you have a song like that for you? What's your, what's your song for that? For me, it's I Still Believe. 
It's the one I go back to. And I flash back to when I was 13 years old and I go, yeah, that was a moment. That was a deal. That was a real deal. That wasn't no phony baloney stuff. It wasn't antics. It wasn't craziness. It was me sitting in a game room at Life Youth Camp praying a simple prayer. It wasn't even in a service. Now, I'd committed my life to Christ more times after that in churches and so forth. But the first time was at a camp and in a game room with a counselor who led me to Christ. And that was it, man. I, you know, and it was magic. It was, um, you know, what it seemed like magic to a 13-year-old boy. But it was amazing because I had, um, I was transformed in the moment. I knew my purpose from that point on was to, uh, to live a life for Christ and to serve the church and to be a youth pastor. That came, you know, a couple of years later, you know, to, to, to make that decision. And the Lord led me that way. And, and here I am today. I still believe this week of Easter at 53, 40 years after my first commitment to Jesus. And that's it, guys. I hope you're encouraged today by this story. I hope you're encouraged um, by my journey. And uh, if you are, God bless you. You know, let me know. There's a couple of ways you can do that. You can shoot me an email, the Disciple Project at gmail.com. You can go to the Facebook group, which I'd love for you guys to participate in. I would love you to come and share your song. What song? What's your touchstone song? When your faith is down, when you are on the verge of just throwing everything away and just saying, I've had enough. What's that song for you? I'd love to know. Send me an email. Shoot me a, you know, all, all my socials are there. Uh, you can, you can hit me up. I would love to hear from you, but, uh, but that is it guys. I appreciate your, your time. I appreciate you listening today. If you want to leave me a comment over on iTunes, of course, the show gets found that way a lot of times because people leave stars and, uh, you know, if you leave a five-star review, I'd be happy to read it here on the air. I'd love to hear your comments about maybe what you're getting from this podcast. And, uh, and that's it guys. Thank you so much. I want to wish you a very, very happy Easter. I will probably take next Sunday off just because it's Easter Sunday. And so I hope you guys will enjoy time with your family. I hope that you'll be encouraged. I hope that if you, if you find yourself in a discouraging place and your faith is very low, just know uh, that you are loved, that I love you, that I care about you, that I'm thinking about you, that I've been there and, uh, and you can make it. If I can make it, you can make it. So keep climbing that hill and do it on your knees if you have to. It's a show for today, guys. Thank you guys for listening. I'll catch you guys in the next one.